Hello, this is Janice Tyler of Janice T Says, where I talk all things bathrooms. Yes, bathrooms. Hello, and welcome back to Janice T Says. Today is episode number 15, and I'm going to talk about luxury bathroom flooring. So, what is luxury to you? This this is the crux of uh, all these conversations I've been talking about lately. Is luxury being unique? Is it being different than your neighbors? Is it being able to customize something? Or maybe uh, expressing your own taste? Luxury might be marble to one person. It might be mid-century modern to somebody else. What is it to you? How about luxury as a price tag? Is it that is something that you've maybe strived for? Or maybe something you want because it is expensive? Or is it just something that to you represents it? Maybe that's luxury. And what about in a bathroom? This one seems to be pretty common. Luxury is not having to worry about something. Not having to worry when you're cleaning. Not having to worry if it gets wet. Not having to worry when life happens. So these are all things that are really, really going to affect your choice of luxury flooring in a bathroom. I'm going to take a few more minutes today to talk uh, because this is not just a straightforward topic. A toilet you can add some novelty to, but a basic fundamental toilet doesn't matter. The uses of a floor and how it performs really do make a difference in a bathroom. So I'm going to talk about some finishes and how they stand up and whether they take heat because really number one thing when people think luxury floors in a bathroom is can you heat it is the floor warm so number one i'm going to just talk quickly about how to heat a floor really there's basically two systems you can have radiant which means it's hot water or you can have electric radiant is something that you have to plan when you're doing the floor because it is generally right in the base and and uh, concrete is poured around it. So this is not something that you can do as a quick uh, DIY project. It's not a quick renovation. You usually can't put uh, radiant heat into, say you're in a condo. Um, there's limitations. But if you're doing a full gut where you're exposing a floor and it's a home you own and you have control of, or it's a new build, you can look at this. What you get, uh, the other option is electric. And electric actually generally has literally wires running in what looks like fabric or a pad. And this you can put on the floor and you connect them all together and um, both operate with one thermostat. Electric you can use as a renovation. Uh, If you're handy, you actually can do a DIY. Uh, this can go, this is what you'd use, say you're in a condo or you're on a concrete slab. Um, you're not gutting a house. I'm going to talk about the pros and cons on another, uh, time, but I am going to mention both of those right now. So you do have options and you can heat your floor and there's a lot of systems out there. What about what you actually see though? How about this one? I'm going to start with a real luxurious floor that I bet you've never thought about. Did you know you can put leather on your floor? There's different ways, of course, but the most common is leather that is on 
um, it'll be on a plank or in a square like a tile look and it will have an engineered hardwood back so that it doesn't move. Leather has a really cool look. Uh, you, you have to maintain it a bit, but talk about luxury. And what truly makes it luxurious in a bathroom is the feel under your feet. It's not hard. It does have a little bit of softness. Picture your favorite leather coat. It's like walking on that. But leather is susceptible to moisture and the edges can curl or it can stain. So as beautiful as it is, I would stick to it in a powder room that doesn't get a lot of use and talk about uh, a presentation to your guests. They're going to be impressed when they go into a powder room and see leather on your floor. That's probably the top luxury. The second one I'm going to talk about is actually natural stone. Natural stone, which means like marbles, uh, mosaics, uh, things like that. They're beautiful, they're expensive, and they're very durable. This makes them luxurious. But they do have some drawbacks that people don't think about. Um, the softer stones, basically the marbles, uh, being the softest of your natural stone, granite being on the other end, um, diamond the far hardest, hardest, but marble is soft. And the problem with marble is it can literally stain or etch and urine can hurt it, can stain it, can etch it, can destroy it. So you're going to want to look at who is using this space, where it's installed. Maybe a beautiful mosaic marble insert in front of a bathtub where you do a beautiful pattern, very detailed, or even in front of a sink. Uh, maybe it looks like a rug and it's inset with something else, some other big stones around it, and you've got a freestanding tub sitting on it. It would be gorgeous. I wouldn't put them around a toilet if you have um, particularly boys. Uh, but as people graciously say, not everyone has perfect aim. So you do want a discussion on where you're going to use these floors. That's a uh, natural stone. Another product that is really interesting and feels great to walk on is cork. And cork is really a natural insulator, so it inherently doesn't get cold. And when it's heated up, it's not going to cool off quickly either. Again, it can be on a plank. It can be a glue down, but I would not use a glue down in a bathroom. I would keep it as a plank uh, because cork can expand and contract. And in a bathroom, particularly where you have the moisture or a room that it, it's a room that gets hotter and colder all in the same day. You open a window to air it out and the temperature degrees can really fluctuate. So again, this is going to affect your uh, leather also. Both the leather and cork are really going to be susceptible to this, even though they are on an engineered backing. With time, if they expand and contract, they could separate themselves from the backing. So this is something to think about. But cork can be super cool in a bathroom. The same discussion is linoleum. And linoleum is actually made from um, cork mixed with other resins and things. A uh, really cool way to get a retro look or a mid-century modern or a 40s look is to use linoleum tiles or linoleum sheet goods. It's not something that people think about a lot, but you've got a really nice feel when you walk on it on your feet. 
and you can do some really funky designs. Not everybody wants a beautiful gray and white spa look bathroom. It might not be the style. Maybe it's a kid's bathroom. Maybe it's not the style of your home or just simply not your taste. Look at linoleum and cork. These are two really luxurious feel on your feet, on your bare feet, and not necessarily painful on your budget. Engineered hardwood and engineered commercial laminates are perfect in a bathroom. Depending on the hardwood itself, I might stick away, stay, uh, stay away from a full wood uh, product, but you definitely could do something like an engineered hardwood because when it's engineered, it has layers that I'm going to quickly explain, has alternating layers. Uh, so the grain on each layer is perpendicular to itself. So when it minimizes expansion and contraction, in case you're figuring it out, expansion and contraction from moisture and temperature variations in a bathroom are its enemy. What else do we have? Carpets. I know everybody goes, oh, but carpet is a great option for obviously in front of a sink, um, in front of a bathtub instead of a bath mat. My favorite is use area rugs that are supposed to be for, that are made for the outdoors. They're fully washable. You could use soap on them. Things happen, spill, whatever. They probably won't even stain. Just take them outside, hose them off. Throw them in the bathtub, hose them off. Let them dry. Super easy to work with. A lot of people will use them to cover maybe a cold floor that doesn't have radiant heat and they're on a crawl space and in the middle of winter. So there are options. They feel good on your feet. Just pick something that isn't glued down that you can take out and wash. Look at outdoor fabrics. They're outdoor carpets, I mean, the fibers that are used outside. Then you can go ahead, have products in there that look good, feel good on your feet, and you don't have what I call the ick factor. Uh, and then tile. Tile is probably your, like a man-made tile, not a stone, is probably your number one product that you use. If your definition of luxury is something that you can just ignore, walk away from, not worry about special cleaning techniques or anything staining or wearing or all that sort of thing, look at tile, specifically porcelain tile. Uh, porcelain, a good porcelain tile is solid color finish all the way through. Even if something chips, it's not going to change. It's not going to stain. Nothing's going to happen. That is going to be your number one wearing product, durability, uh, ability to ignore it. But if it's not heated underneath, a tile floor will get cold. I am going to just say one more thing about these heated floors that I've talked about. Um, don't think that the heat is there just to heat your room. It is a lovely side effect, but some of these floorings, you cannot turn the heat up a lot. Uh, the actual floor itself, the subfloor can't go above about, I think they say like 80, 85 degrees Fahrenheit, 27 Celsius, which sounds hot but that's not the temperature in your room. So if you want this as a floor that you are gonna use the heat to heat your room, pretty much your only choice is tile because it's stable. Uh, you can get it the hottest and it won't matter. 
there's a really quick run over, uh, overview, sorry, of what your options are in a luxury floor. So if you've got some budget to play with, you want to do something unique, look at leather or cork or some natural stones. If you want something that's just durable and you can walk away from, look at porcelain tile. And of course, there's always uh, linoleum, engineered hardware, and commercial laminate. You've got lots of things to play with. So I'm going to do a blog on this, an outline, and if I really get coordinated, I'll do a download that you can print off. Watch for it on my website. That's all I think I'm going to talk about today. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want more information on this podcast or any of my others, go to janistcom slash podcast. Uh, follow me on social media, T Studio. So once again, thanks so much. And uh, iTunes is always looking for reviews. So I'd love it if you'd go over to iTunes, take a few moments, uh, click, give me an honest rating. I, of course, love five stars, but give me an honest rating and give me some reviews. And if you want to give me some ideas or uh, uh, comments or anything, please feel free. You can send me a note or you can talk to me actually on Anchor FM or send me a note through janistcom slash contacts. So once again, thanks so much. Hope all is well with you. Talk to you later. Thanks, folks. Bye.